So on today's episode, this is like my first podcast, you know, especially talking about trauma and everything. Like I know you saw my YouTube video. I just feel like I had to rewrite everything. You know, like I feel like the podcasting is really good because I'm not really good at editing on YouTube. So I'm going to get straight forward with my life and what made me, you know, hear my trauma. Like, what actually made me to fix my life. You know, like, I would like to share my story. Um, it's very confidential. I will share more and more details. I feel like if anybody watched my latest video, it was all over the place. I, I just posted it because I was so, like, I was feeling so depressed. I want everybody to know my story. And it's like, I think I did it, I did it right, but I feel like I was the same you know, anything, you know, just to talk, and I was just, I was just, it was in my house, and that house is the person that I have problems with, so it felt, it just felt not okay, um, I am outside, on this nice, beautiful day, you know, enjoying the high, nice, hot weather, um, I would like to talk about the little things when I was growing up. I was really that type of female that was so shy, like, shy of most of the things in life, I was so shy, you know what I mean, like, being the oldest is a lot of pressure, and, you know, of course, my mother was a great mother, I don't blame her, um, you know, it was a, I had a great childhood, it was really nice to childhood, you know, you know, my mother was, you know, I'm Italian-American, my father was Guatemalan at that time, so it was really, really biracial at that time. So I was so surprised how my mother ever met my dad and how they ever talked in English and Spanish. It was so fascinating, like how did they ever met each other, you know, especially if they don't speak the same language. Um, so of course, you know, growing up, I had a speech problem, you know, because again, my father barely knew English and my mother had to teach him. So, you know, maybe that was a factor, you know, that did, it was a factor in my life. Like, oh, you know, my mother did this, my father did this. I never knew proper English because, you know, when you go up, you just hear things and, you know. You know what I mean? Like having two parents with two different languages, you know, it was not easy at all. So yes, I grew up with like a speech problem and stuff like that. I barely wanted to talk. I was just, I never wanted to talk as a child because I was so insecure, especially like, I just don't like talking, you know, my parents were, they found out at an early age I had a speech problem. And of course, they were like, you know, she's stupid, she don't know what she's saying, she does things for attention. I was always, I was happy child, of course. And um, sometimes I would get yelled at, you know, I would get yelled at, even for doing something that's really complete normal, like getting a glass of water eating something, you know, mind my business, um, because they felt if I never knew anything, 
that can control my life. Like, oh, she's stupid, you know, like, you know, oh, don't do that, and this and that and the third. And of course, she would have that trauma fear, like, wow, you know, my parents think I'm stupid, they think I'm mental retarded. And I'm like, I know I'm a great person, you know. And you have that stigma. Like, they create a whole stigma, oh, she's this, she's that. But they don't know the truth, you know. Like, I respect and love my mother, but she wasn't in my life at all. You know, she was like an alcoholic, heavy smoker, a Citrix. So, I never had a mother figure in my life. My father, of course, he knew. My mom was 17 when she had me. My father was in his early 20s. So, of course, things went downhill. Um, it was difficult very difficult because again you'll have no father figure in your life I never had a mother figure she would be around but the drugs she never did drugs but you will see them you know and like she always gave attention to my sister more than me because my sister is like a mini version of her so you know tough obnoxious and you know she's like that um I was just shy and quiet. Um, I know saying this detailed, it's going to be a lot because I'm going into more details. When I was younger, I falsely accused my parents, one of my parents, of sexually touching me. However, I did have my great-great-grandfather that was that served in World War II, like, he was in the, I believe he was in the Navy for like a good couple of years. He was in his 70s and his 80s. And I had an uncle that used to be in a mental institution. So then I had a father figure. He don't speak English. You know, he was always with me all the time. So yes, I knew that I was sexually getting in touch. Once I reported that, everything went loose. Like, oh my God. Why she's doing this? Why she's saying this? So I was silenced. Like, again, they have one. Oh, she don't know what she's saying. She has a speech problem. She's dyle- she has dyslexia. And I'm like, I always defend myself. Even to this day, it's many celebrities that has dyslexia, speech disorders. Even Joe Biden, he has dementia. Okay, there's many celebrities. And it's like me versus my family. You know? It's like they want to silence me, and it's like, it's fucked up. But I know I'm a great person. Not everybody knows your story, but it's just, I'm just going to explain it on the podcast, because on YouTube, if you guys seen it, it's a lot mess, a big mess. Someone's like, yeah, I just posted that just to clear out my mind. And I really said, I didn't really edit nothing. Um... I did accuse my father, and yes, child services got involved. And my mother, you know, she wanted to save her marriage. She did have a marriage when she was 18 years old, I believe, or 19, probably 20. So she wanted, she just told me to say that you're lying. You know, to say that you're not telling the truth. Why are you making things up, you know? But you know when someone sexually touched you. It's not something you can make up, you know? You know, like, 
it's not actual evidence of you're being sexually touched, you know? And I realized that that problem, being sexually touched at an early age, did affect me over the years, especially with men, being bisexual, learning my gender. You know, I consider myself they and them and she. But I'm going to start by talking about my childhood so you could have an understanding of where I came from. So, days went by, police came over, my father was mad at me because, again, he was not a citizen. So, he was so close on the edge to be deported. So, of course, my father hates me to this day. We never talked about it because I was silenced. You know, with that topic was forever silence. Every time I ask my mom about it, she just shakes her head and walk away, you know? And I feel like that probably ruined the marriage for the both of them because months later, they had a divorce. So yes, my father probably hates me to this day. He probably does. My mother, she's not gonna change. I tried to can't change someone you can't change someone if they don't want to and I started to go to therapy um so yes like I said it was difficult and of course after that situation happened every time I say something every time I do something I will get yelled at my mother barely like talked to me I would get screamed at. And of course, she was, she has the power to tell my teachers, some school counselors, don't listen to her. She's a little cuckoo. They have a right to believe them. Well, believe her. Um, it was difficult because my sister would get better recognition than me. Like, my mother would trust her more than me with everything, you know? So it was really difficult, you know? And um, growing up was really rough, you know, because everybody sees me like, oh, she's white and Caucasian, she has a little Spanish in her, this and that, she's not fully Spanish, and it's like, I hate explaining myself to many people, oh, I'm Spanish, or black, or, you know what I mean? So, I made poor choices with men, like... Embarrassing choices, embarrassed a lot. And I see that was from my mother. My mother did the same thing, just like me. A lot of things she have done, I did similar stuff like her. Um, and it was difficult. Um, now that I'm about to be 19 and started to do my therapy, I feel like, you know, it's a process, you know, I would like to document my story and especially talking on my podcast about my life, it's a huge, huge change, you know, like whoever hears this and my family hears it, you know what I mean, they're going to hate me forever because it's my story and I'm pretty sure they have their own trauma that they've been silenced for many years. Um. So, what I'm, so pretty much, my sister, she trusted my sister more than me. Of course, I was silenced, you know. However, 
Um, my father, we don't get along, and I know growing up was difficult. Um, that was so, that was one of those kids that had, like, a speech problem, and I was one of those kids who was trying to find herself, trying to fit in, trying to be someone, but something was holding me back. I allowed my mother and my father to put their words into me. They kept saying negative things about me, and it hurt because it carry on all your life. I have that guilt. Wow, they said I was lying, that I was sexually charged. Nobody trusts me, nobody believed in me. I'm a nobody. I was, just, I was only seen as a sexual object. You know, and to this day, I don't want to be labeled as a woman or a man. I'm a human. You know what I mean? Like, I am they, them. You know, oh, that's that girl over there. Oh, that's that boy. No, I'm a human. I deserve to get respected. That doesn't matter if you're black, white. I could put that boundary on me. And, like, I hated myself. You know, you know, you could ask many people, like, how was I growing up? And nobody knew what was my problem. I never knew what was my problem either. Um, of course, um, I transitioned, like, I would like to talk about high school. Um, in middle school, I was skipping school and everything, not like that for a boy in my life. Um, I was skipping school to find love. Um, of course, my mother and my father split up. My mom and her raised. She decided to be with an old man in her life that is in his 60s, I believe. Trust me, my mom downgraded. And I'm like, I see her. She has, a, she has like two beautiful kids, my half-siblings. And I see them as my own. And my mom still does the things that she had done to me as a child. You know, feeding them chips and candy as for dinner. You know? And ignoring them. Um, it hurts. I see it, but I'm only there for temporarily. I don't know if I pronounce it correctly. So, of course, I was skipping school and middle school for this boy. My, my mother was trying to find me, my stepdad trying to find me. Like, where was she and everything? You know what I mean? I was just finding love out of the streets because I never had it at home. Never. Um, you know, of course, it was my first boyfriend and stuff like that. And like, it was difficult, but over the years, and now that I'm 18, I have a chance to say what I want to say, and I can say whatever I want to say, you know? And of course, it was a huge, huge transition, and it was happening so fast for me. Um, 
However, my father, Pelagi, my father, decided to take me into his house. Nobody knew my past. Nobody knew anything. They were surprised. Like, why is she coming here? You know, like, why is Vanessa living here? You know? And, of course, I was still skipping school. You know, my, if anybody knows, my high school, Orange High, they don't care if you skip school. Like, like, that gives a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, they don't give any crap, you know? However, um, I was still in love with that boy from middle school, you know? And it was difficult because I was like, why is she skipping school? And a lot of people, females and males, they do that, you know? I'm not the only one. Other people does that. And... Later, and I found out eventually because I was sneaking in a phone. So I was doing my stepmother at that time. And I'm, of course, yes, I'm still am. And of course, it's not gonna end. It's not gonna be like that forever. And um, they never wanted me to have a phone. Not my brother. I wanted the other one and her child because she had a fear that I'm gonna say something to my biological mother how I was gonna cheat it. It's just short in terms, I was Cinderella, you know, like, it was difficult because I couldn't stand up for myself. I would, like, go into many details about it because this is my life. I can say what I want to say, and he, I don't care if they get mad at me because it's my truth, and I have a right to explain everything of why I was acting up or why I did what I did. And the problem was... My father had no saying because, of course, his significant other felt like I control the father, I control what he owns, I have the right to control the child and the daughter because she's financially independent. So she had a right. She had people that went to my high school, related, half related, she knew people. My high school was small. It was a vocational, vocational high school. Eventually, I transitioned to another high school because they felt like I need to be more strict. I you know, like, coming home at a certain time and everything. And, um, it was like, it was hard, you know. Me trying to be like everyone, trying to be pretty like the other ones trying to be this type of group and that type because I was just trying to find myself to fit in at that time and it wasn't it was hard you know and um everything I did in that high school she would find out eventually so pretty much she would tell people oh I have this child she'll have a phone she don't have nobody for her. She's lost, this and that and that. And of course, people that saw me recognized that was that girl over there, you know? And it was difficult, because again, I would always stand up for myself when I go back home. So when I go back home, it's a whole different toxic, you know? It wasn't toxic, but that's an easy way to explain myself, toxic. Um, going back to school something different and I eventually you know months 
came by, you know, months, months, you know, I was like a class clown, trying to fit in, trying to be something that I wasn't at that time. Um, of course, I was a shy, nerd, little, ch- you know, student, you know. I wasn't book smart because my dad and, of course, I let other people in my head call me stupid all my life. So eventually, I thought I was. I did make honorable two to three times, and they were not satisfied at all. They still thought I was stupid. So I was trying to be pleasing. I always please people to like me by giving them money, by doing things for them, by helping them. And then it worked out. You know, then it really worked out. Um, so, of course, there was this jock. You know, when you go to high school, you watch that movie, you see that popular boy and everything like that. Like, wow, like, he recognized me. You know what I mean? Like, damn, you know? I'm beautiful. You thought you, I thought I was everything at that time. I was very naive and gullible. Um, there was a lot of rumors that, you know, so-and-so, you know, did a lot of sexual things in high school. You know, maybe touching each other and this and that and third. Maybe in the bathroom or the school, the school, the school classroom. And I felt like, why am I being so much hate if he was a part of it? You know what I mean? He asked for that to happen. It's not my fault, you know? And of course, people hating me over the years. Like, why is she still in this high school? Like, how the fuck she's not expelled? And I had to be like, no, it never happened. Because you could touch, you could grab, people kiss by the locker. I'm pretty sure people did other shit, you know? And... And of course, people will say things like, oh, she's the right privilege, or she's this, she's ugly, and it was a lot. So I was going, having a toxic Cinderella home, going back to school, and I was, I was so depressed. Like, I wanted to commit suicide. Like, I just hated myself, and hated the people that treated me like shit around me. And um, it was hard. It was very difficult, and um, I just wanted to leave town, you know, I just hated myself, you know, and of course, um, it was difficult, very difficult, you know, my parents eventually found out, they eventually, but I was defending myself, like, if that ever happened, I would be kicked out, maybe it, maybe it is not true, you know, I don't think that would happen, she would be expelled. You know, I will always defend myself, you know. Um, Fast forward. College, man, I just wanted to have fun. I didn't give a fuck about it. You know what I mean? Like, freedom. I was wilding, trust me. I was wilding my first, my, my freshman year. I was. Both with a clown. You know, goofing off a man and probably a female and this and that. Of course, you know. I never had the freedom, you know, and I try to be forcing myself to be something that I wasn't at that time. Like I said, I never had a social life. My parent, like my father or his wife, would never even let me stay after school. Like, I wanted to do sports. And I would ask, like, hey, you know, I could give you the schedule. I would tell you everything. But it was a trust 
it was no trust in between. You know, they had that fear. She probably skipped school. She why she staying after school so late. But I was, I felt like I did some type of sport. People be like, oh, okay, she changed. You know what I mean? Like she's not a bad person as we thought she was. And that was my junior year of high school. And I remember coming home. I was like, thank God, you know, I'm coming home. Like, I'm so excited, this and that. I knew from that moment on, my father was so mad. You know, like, the house is a mess. You got to clean the dishes. You got to clean the floors. You're coming home at 8 at night. What the fuck? You know what I mean? And I was like, I was after school doing sports. It was really difficult. It was like, like, if I ever, like, never listen to him and just continue doing what I want to do it's but I allowed them to make choices for me because they thought I wasn't smart enough you know and I felt like that was something that I wanted but I just always imagine imagine if I had never listened I'm like yeah I'm doing sports like my, get, kick rocks you know like I want to live my life don't like stop being so demanded and fear of your wife, you know. If you want to see what the fuck I'm doing, pull up. And um, I eventually did cross country. Trying to, it was too late my senior year to even join activities, you know, because it's like, damn, I wish I could start over again. But I don't know. Things happen for a reason. Um. And I hated myself for many years. Like, I'm like, oh my God, like I have acne, I have this, I have that. So there's just too much pressure on me. And it's like, they always doubted me. Oh, she's not gonna succeed in high school. She, you know what I mean? Like my mother was a high school dropout. You know, it was just too much pressure. And they thought it was okay. You know, the dog was fun. I was so excited to go to college. Like I'm gonna break from them. But I did a little sexual you know, things, and it just went downhill. But eventually, I'm not going to touch on that subject right now because I talked about my childhood, I talked about middle school, I talked about high school. I don't want to jump. That's not my problem, jumping into different, you know. It was just too much, you know. I would talk about my college when it's the right time. When it's a different, when I'm in my different position in my life, I would eventually talk about it. You know, going details to details. Um, to this day, I'm trying to find myself as a person. Um, it was not hard, you know. And like, anybody in my situation, whatever you're going through in life, it's life. It's a moment. It's not forever. You know? The ball is in your it's in your court. You know? People call me prostitute, hoe. But there's no actually proof that I am. You know, like they are so demanding, like, oh my god, that's her, you know, like you don't know that. You know, like it's not actually proof that I am that person. I know, so you don't have a picture. Do you have a picture of me in the corners? No. Exactly. And I'm like, I always, that's had to be so defensive to any everything. And it's like, 
I've started not to do that no more. I don't gotta explain myself to nobody, especially if someone doesn't mean nothing to me. You know? Um, my family, they do think I'm a little crazy. I'm like, I'm not. I know I'm not crazy for speaking my mind, for standing up for myself. Just because you guys have trauma that you guys never healed, that's your problem. But if I hear my trauma, it helped me a lot. When you sexually touch at a young age, it realized why I made poor choices with men. Constantly. Why I was so naive being with guys, you know? When I was 14, I was doing things that 18 year old were doing. And I was, and I was forced to grow up so early in life. And I always questioned why me? You know, like, why, what happened if you were sexually touched? Or my brother was sexually touched? How would they feel? So yes, um, I'm proud of myself that I talked to a therapist. I'm proud I'm getting the healing that I need at 18 years old. There's many adults that don't even get help until they're in their late 50s and 60s. And they were like, damn, I shouldn't have got this a long time ago. I have like three fucking marriages. I'm on my fourth marriage, you know? And I'm really happy that's not me, you know? There's a lot of people do that. They're like, damn, this is like my fifth baby with my third baby father. Like, I need some mental help. Something's really wrong with me. And I don't want to be that type of female. Like, I don't. You trying to f- I always try to find love. And I always find love from the wrong places, to be honest. And I highly recommend anybody that's suffering from being sexually touched, sexual harassment at an early age, get the help you need. Please, get the help now. Because you're going to make poor choices with a man, female, for the rest of your life. You don't want that. People call me the black sheep of the family, and I'm just like, oh, yes, I'm here. I am right here, guys. That's me. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> I'm proud, and yes, I am. And because it's important to hear your trauma. It's really important. You know, like, I just want to move and get out of the town and start fresh. You know what I mean? But it takes time. See, first you have to find yourself, you know? I, you know, listen to podcasts and you listen to YouTube and you could have healed your trauma. Because you live your life. I allowed my trauma to get to me. In the front, I was, I thought I was perfect. Everything, I have great new friends. But my past started to creep up at me. She did this when she was 15, 16. You know, she had this type of guy in her life. And da 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 It was a lot. A lot. But I'm proud that I actually changed. And I'm still going to change. Everybody changed eventually. And I'm proud that I did. Like I said, I'm not trying to repeat myself. But there's a story. You know, this female, uh, my cousin, his, his name is Peter. Um, I call him Cousin Pete, you know, we go way back, you know. Even though we were in a relationship, but he's still my cousin, you know, long lost cousin. He has a family member, Whew. you know, and I'm not trying to say names, but 
um, she's like, she doesn't have love. You know, she grew up with love in her family, but there's a lot of females that have many, multiple men in their life. Like, why does she have five baby daddies, you know? You start to question things like that. Like, what the fuck? Like, why are you, why you have, you on your fucking second marriage? And you recently got married not even a year ago. You guys met each other, like, two months ago. You know, like, and it's like, they have their own problems as well. You know, like, damn, slow down. You don't even know the person. You know, find yourself first. And it wasn't, I see that a lot. I'm like, you don't even know the guy. You know, if I ever dated someone, I had to know them as them. Not being financially stable. Doesn't matter the career, but as generally. How is him? Does he actually loves you? And he can't force love. Just can't force something that it's not meant to be. So, this is my first episode, you know. And whoever is listening, whoever skipped to this, whoever is not listening, find yourself. You're beautiful and you're a good person. You have to find yourself to be yourself. You know what others are you know what others are saying about you. I let my I let my people get to my head. She's stupid. She, she's mental this is that and third. She she belong in a mental institution. I allow them to say that about me. And I try not to think about it, but when you start thinking you are, you're gonna start acting like they don't they're gonna start acting I try to I try to talk. It's hot outside. It's beautiful, hot sunny day. And I and I start to think maybe I am a bad person. Maybe I am what they say they are. Because I'm starting to talk. I started to ask people, am I a bad person? Do I look ugly? And people will look at me funny, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What you mean you're ugly? What you mean you're a bad person? You know? And it's like new people I met in my life that don't even fucking know me. They were like, Vanessa, I don't know you like that. What you mean you're a bad person? You know? And I knew that was my problem. I let other people get to me. And it hurt me a lot, you know? Um, I want to leave this off of here. You know, hope you guys, hope other people that hear this understand me more. And my, I went to, I went to a lot of details in this podcast. And whoever hears this, my family, my other family, step family, it's not to start any drama, but it helped me. It helped me very much to hear my trauma. Trust me. So whoever is suffering from any family trauma anything I recommend you to see a therapist psychologist or whatever whatever the case is find love in your life you know find it in your heart find it find love you have to find it one way or another to be honest well that is today I hope everyone have a good one I appreciate for li- I appreciate anybody that hears this. It's like, like I said, it's like my first podcast. Whew, been a long day.